did I did I did I ruin the joke? Oh my god, I think I might have. Oh, I did. Oh, fuck. everyone, welcome to Sneaky Dragon. My name is David Dedrick. I remain Ian Boothby. You remain Ian Boothby. Mm-hmm. My name is David. I like the little bit of rhyming there. I don't know if it was exactly rhyming, but it was, it had that rhyming element to it. Of mm, two okay. sounds sounding somewhat alike. That's, that's how rhyming works. Sort of like rhyming gone with swan. They don't sound the same, but they, uh, they seem similar. Do they still sell rhyming dictionaries? I, yes, they would. They would. Why wouldn't they? Because you can just go online and go to Rhyme Zone and uh, get it there. Like, do they still sell dictionaries? Yeah, but yes, that's, they do. Yeah, but that's just so, so you could people also... who don't swear on the Bible have something they can swear on. People can swear in a dictionary. No, <laughs> but they. <laughs> if, but if you if you if you swap it out, put a fake cover on it. If you were an atheist, also it's a place to hide your drugs. Just hollow it out. Mm, that's a good place. If you were an atheist, mm-hmm. and I was a lady. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> battle song what yeah that's a popular one isn't it i remember that song from the 70s <laughs> what no it's actually from the 60s if you were an atheist and i was a lady and i was a lady could you come over for christmas do you or, believe in baby jesus <laughs> but would you come over anyway um no i was gonna what what, what what can you swear on can you swear on a law book is that what you can swear on if it, as an alternative to the bible like if you have to like make an oath yeah in court What's the alternative? I think Twilight. You can also swear, swear on, on Twilight. Twilight. Yeah, which has enough religious elements in it that mm-hmm. it qualifies as a religious book. Yeah, it count. It can count as a religious book. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Answer. No, wait. Sorry. Question answered. Answer question. Answer question. <laughs> Talk good words. Good. Here's Difficult. the here's the problem, folks. Let me explain. Yeah. Oh, okay. uh, we uh, we we're doing uh, another uh, sidecast right now. We're doing a sidecast called Fan Splainers, where we go over different movies, kind of in depth, and yeah. uh, give our thoughts on them, spoil them. Uh, and uh, we everyone. just did one before this, and so that's why uh, we're uh, messing up this one. As as you know from past. Uh, times we've done that. Yeah, uh, we come off of like a, a completely Beatles or totally Tintin or uh, mostly uh, Marx Brothers. Now, what what is it? Full Marx. Um, I don't listen to our stuff. And then the <laughs> podcast that follows is usually boom boom. So you know, because yeah. we cannot, as Dave knows, you cannot spread your love equally between two children. That's true. You can't. Yeah, as a father of two, choose, you have to choose a favorite. Right. You've mentioned on previous shows who your favorite is, right? Oh yeah. Okay, well that's good. You don't have to say it again. Then. I'm not going to say long it again. As, as no, long no. as you've said it, it's out there. Speaking of which, I'm not going to uh, say which episode. Either. Speaking of other podcasts that uh, we're doing, you are doing a, a podcast with someone who may be your favorite child or may not. Yes. Again, you you can look up the previous podcast and see. <laughs> yeah, uh, Mary and I are doing a podcast together called Sne- uh, Sneaky Dragon Listening Party, and the idea of the show is that we and our friends are getting together. We're in a, a virtual rumpus room, the Sneaky Dragon rumpus room, together. Mm-hmm. With the old uh, gramophone, and we're listening to music. And you do um, rumpus ruminations about the... Uh... Rumpus ruminations about what we've been hearing. Exa- exactly, exactly. And it's been a lot of fun. We're making our way through uh, the mixtape project that I did a few years ago. And it's really enjoyable. So if you enjoy listening to music, and you enjoy listening to people talk about music, 
Or if you just like me and you like Mary, then you'll enjoy the show. Very good. I'm going to throw out another plug for uh, my upcoming trade, uh, uh, Exorcisters, which is a trade collecting first five issues of Exorcisters by Image Comics that I did with uh, Giselle Legacy. And that's coming up end of uh, April. Okay. We just got uh, some some copies in the mail today, which was uh, nice to see. I offered you one. You went, no, I'm going to buy one. And I went, very nice. I I respect that. I respect your choice. Um, at that point, I expect, well, at that point, I expected you to just hand me some money, but you didn't, and that's fine. That's also very, very good. You can buy it from a shop, too. Now, that's also good. Well, I just thought. No, you're absolutely right. What you're, what you're thinking is the correct thing. It's best to do that. I'm just having some fun. (laughs) Okay. Uh, if you, uh, also. Sorry. <laughs> so I got defensive that's a, that's a, there. That took a Wait turn. a minute. <laughs> I tell you. Uh, we also have another book that's out in stores right now called Sparks, uh, which is a story of two cats who dress up as a dog and yep. save the world. We, sure we're do. working currently on the next uh, book in the that's series. That's what I've heard. That's true. And it's available as of uh, a couple of months ago, weeks to months, uh, in French and in, in, uh, all around the world as a Zap. En français. Don't confuse it with Robert Crumb's uh, comic book. I think that's hard to do, but don't don't. Yeah. If there's a image of a man uh, with an electric cord running into his genitalia, yeah, being zapped, don't get that one. No, well, or get, get it, get both, but don't and have a zap off, just like read both. <laughs> have a real zap off, but don't uh, read that one to your children. Just no sparks with a cat. Wait till they're eighteen. Yeah, that's right. Just give it to them. Yeah. You'll understand. And uh, yeah, I just picture Robert Crumb walking through like a French bookstore and seeing uh, Zap and just going, what? <laughs> and that's how I think Robert Crumb talks. What? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well-known giant monster. <laughs> <laughs> and then he uh, just starts eating children. Mm. Just popping them in his mouth like candy, like little Tic Tacs. Hmm. How bad would your breath have to be where you would freshen it up with children? <laughs> What were you eating if, earlier yeah. that you go like, I just got to get, get a couple of kids to take well, that off my breath? The idea of children who are pretty much like naturally dirty at all times mm-hmm. as being like something clean that you put in your mouth is also kind of amusing to me. Right. Speaking as a parent, you spend a lot of time scrubbing children's hands. Yeah. Faces. As a parent of two. Brushing their hair. Yeah. Ugh. Master of none. Parent of two, master of none. That's very true. I am not a master of my children, who are wonderful children, by the way, and don't need to be mastered. Yeah. One better than the other, but yes. Mm. Yep, that's fine. No, that's just math. That's not that's not a bad parenting thing. That did is you, just Did you hear through the grapevine that both my daughters were on the dean's list at their 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 uh, Now, university? let me just ask you. The dean's list is a good thing. Yes. Okay. It's not, it's not a, like the cuz I know the animal house yeah. folks, they were also on the dean's list in their the movie one, and yeah. it was a, not a good list. Yeah, this is the good list. This now, is what, good what is the dean's list? I just uh when you have uh High marks above ninety percent for your, all your classes, then you go on the dean's list. Oh, that's great! And where? Oh, uh, you don't have to tell us where they're going to school, but what are they? What are they studying right now? Well, Mary has already has her history. Uh, she has a bachelor's in history, but now she is going on to do teacher training, so she can become a school teacher. Oh, cool! Eve is in the midst of doing a criminology um, degree. But so far, she has not revealed what her ultimate aim is with this. So. Well, it's clear. It's clear what that would be. Hmm? Well, it's clear what that would be. Yeah. Are you not seeing this? I am not seeing it. Oh, Dave, come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me just spell this out for you. Sure, please do. All right. E-V-E. That's that's right. But oh, okay. Yeah. So Eve's father does a podcast. That's true. Every every week he comes out and yeah. is gone. Gone for 
hours on hours doing yes, a podcast. It's true. Now, Mary has found a way around this. Yeah. And she's gotten involved with you with a podcast. And you guys now do your own podcast. So That's this true. is yet one podcast yeah. that like Eve, the, the, another podcast Eve's not part of. She mm-hmm. does the announcements, but off the top. But, uh, but she's like, I love my papa. Yeah. How can I, how can I spend time with papa? Yeah. And so she's doing the obvious thing. She's going to arrest me. No, she's going to, uh, she's trying to do a true crime podcast with you. Oh. And the only way that that would make any sense is if she got a degree in criminology. Mm. Because the only podcasts that really do well are true crime podcasts. Is that right? Yes. That's the hottest thing, Dave. Uh. And she knows it because she is youth. And she knows she knows the trends. She knows the ways. Well, it's and funny. If, she, and if you she, guys did one together, yeah. it would actually, to the moon, it would do well. To the moon, it would do well. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Because actually, she did suggest that we do a podcast together. There you go. But uh, it's not a, not a true crime one. But is it? Like, I think it is going to be, though. But she doesn't want to, like, scare you with that. No. Because that would just be too much success. And I think <laughs> she's afraid you fear success. So well, she can't suggest it's that. true. I do fear success. Okay. But uh, no, it's not, a, it's not a true crime one. But it will be a... A podcast eventually. We're okay. Going to do together. I would say you call it the Eve of Dedrick, the True Crime <laughs> podcast. No. Okay. Oh, okay. That one. That one. Okay. I see. Yeah. No, not the other one that you're talking yeah, about yeah. right now. Yeah. This this made up one that you want us to do. What? What story do you want us to do? Well, like what? What true crime? What true crime? Yeah. Um, Should it be local. Should it be local to to us. Yeah, be? I think like to Aldergrove. Oh, local to Aldergrove. I think I think what, I think what you do is you just go okay. around to your neighbors yeah. and just go. Uh, you guys had any trouble lately with anything? <laughs> and I'm like, well, there was a kid who was like yeah. uh, nosing around. I didn't like the look of him. I'm like that's your podcast that week. Oh, okay. The okay. kid who was nosing around. The kid who's nosing around. Okay. Yeah, and then and then the twist ending is it turns out it was a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> and you and you ended up getting sprayed because oh, you got too wow. close to the source. I'm not, I'm not liking this twist. Yeah, we'll call it. We'll call the show Tomato Juice. That's the sequel. Yeah, <laughs> like that's the follow up. <laughs> Which apparently doesn't work with with skunks. It's just a like, made up thing. It was it's just a, it's a made up thing. Oh, so tomato the tomato juice conglomerates got together and spread this information. Around. I wonder. Big tomato back at it again. Yeah, I mean, whenever you see that, and like a, a whole bathtub full of tomato juice, it's like, yeah, how expensive is that? Yeah. Like, I mean, tomato juice isn't super expensive, but mm-hmm. filling up a tub with it. Yeah. Dear Lord. Everyone knows it's much cheaper to use children's blood. <laughs> yes, that's right. Would V would V eight also work for uh, for us? Well, would well, you no, no. established it doesn't work yeah. anyway. So would V eight work? Would Clamato work? You it's know what? Really Clamato s- would work better than than tomato juice. Sure. Well, then you smell like tomato clams. He would be really attractive to cats. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's just like a tuna juice bath would uh, would do this, or a milk bath for crying out loud. Mm. I mean, an old traditional milk bath; those have fallen out of favor since uh, the will. fall of Egypt <laughs> because they're very expensive. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a lot of money to have a milk bath, and also of questionable value. So, okay, so back in the Cleopatra days when she was having her milk bath, yes. Uh, so this is: are they getting it fresh from the cow? Taking it warm, pouring yeah. in the bath, yeah. and that's and that's how they're going about it. Like, how long does it keep? Like, how do they how do they pull it off? You know what? I'm going to put this down to conspicuous consumption. Okay, the old CC. Kind of like how Romans would have like they would dissolve pearls in 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 vinegar and then drink it. Oh, because I didn't know that it had no real value to it, but it was it was such conspic- just weirdo shit it was such conspicuous consumption you could afford to buy pearls and dissolve them and just uh, drink them you wouldn't it's even like wear people them. who eat gold flake now that's right well that's a scam scam of scams explain well 
like gold. So let's say let's say you're going to buy a donut. Because I have them for breakfast every morning. <laughs> My Kellogg's Golden Flakes. That's fine. If you're going to say you're going to buy a, a donut that's covered with with gold leaf, okay, right? it's forty bucks. Okay, let's say it's a has about a, a dollar's worth of gold leaf on it. Okay, so you're paying a thirty nine thirty nine dollar premium, right? On top of that that dollar, the person like you know, right? That's a pretty good. That's a pretty, that's a good profit. How much is it worth when it comes out of you later? And the only people who eat it. <laughs> Are BuzzFeed mm. uh, people, but sorry, how much does it cost when it comes to review later? Yeah, if someone that, say is like hanging around yeah, yeah. panning for gold, <laughs> <Okay>. uh. <laughs> that's very expensive. <laughs> if that's where you're panning, that that's, that comes at a high Just cost. Hanging around by the washroom, gold, sweet, <laughs> sweet gold. So Let me know when you're done. It's not so sweet. Let me know when you're done. <laughs> I yeah yeah. I bet you there are traces of of gold in. Uh, well, does it digest? It doesn't in. digest. It can't. I mean, it melts. But it's edible. Yes, it's edible. But it's well, so it must anything be. is edible. Once <laughs> Not any- a brick is edible. I guess so. <laughs> Take you a while to get through it. Yeah. Well, you could break it up. That's not a brick. Oh, that's a good point. If you're just eating powder, it's... It's a powdered brick. You're right. No, that's a good point. That's a... But if you, like, got some nice... It's called dehydrated brick. Yeah, that's a good point. You shouldn't eat a brick. Because then you'd just be shitting bricks. (laughs) And then there'd be a guy going, bricks! Hey, sweet, sweet bricks! I can finally have a house! Uh, He's a real gold bricker. Oh, that's... Oh, he didn't like that joke. Okay. (laughs) What an My asshole! Character. Yeah, I don't like that guy. Who was that? Was that Walter Brennan? I was doing Walter Brennan. He's a, he was a jerk. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Tell was, me, tell me about it. I don't know. I just heard someone say that. <laughs> Finally, someone's <laughs> sticking it to Walter Brennan. <laughs> he deserved it. Yeah. And now we're going to yeah. go after the It Girl. Oh, <laughs> who was the It Girl? Theta Barra? I always get it wrong. Clara Bow. I always get it wrong. <laughs> Let me just ask the other room. Anyone there know who the It Girl was? Clara Bow. Uh, we got two for Clara Bow. So that's, uh, that's, that's I'm between Theta Barra and Clara Bow. Okay, fair enough. All right, we're gonna, we're. It's okay. Our, don't I don't. We we yeah. It's okay. You can yell it if you want. It's at a later point. Pola Negri. Once again, this is what you get when we do another podcast first. <laughs> See, we have a lot of fun. There you go. We oh, we're having a good time. A good old fashioned that's, time. That's the that's the point. If you can't yeah. have a good time, what's the what's, point? What's the point? Why, why am I here? Clara Bow. <laughs> Boom. My second guess, Pia's first. Good job. <laughs> quite, a, quite a good job. Yeah. Uh, d- uh, d- did you like Clara Bow? Are you a fan of Clara Bow? I, uh, I'm not a huge fan of silent film movies, like silent films. With the exception of? Exception of silent film comedies. Yeah. Which, which I can enjoy the sophisticated ones, like Charlie Chaplin or Harold Lloyd or Buster Keaton. Yeah, but I do not enjoy like the Keystone Cops or right. ones. Those ones to me are just as dull as uh, as as looking at it. Or the the Bumblefucks, those guys. <laughs> this is before. <laughs> yes. This is before. Was before it, the, the Hayes the office? Co- yeah, yeah, the Hayes office. The, yeah, yeah, for the uh, and uh, and these guys, mm-hmm. these guys would show up yeah. after the Keystone Cops. Okay, yeah, and they would uh, they would just fall down. Okay, all right, and that would be it. And then they'd be too stupid to get up. Okay, wow. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't in any way entertaining, mm-hmm. but it was a good way to kill time. And <laughs> some people say they didn't even film them mm-hmm. like half of the movie; they just put up a still photo, <laughs> and they'd save a, yeah. they'd save so much money sure. for 
the production company. I don't see how that saved the money. Yeah, and then unfortunately, you're right. The Hayes Code came along. Mm. You can't call themselves the Bumblefucks. Yeah, yeah. They had and, to call themselves the Humblefucks because they didn't want any bragging going on. That's right. Yeah, exactly. And also, uh, the estate of um, uh, Charles Dickens yes. uh, said, uh, well, the character Mr. Bumble yeah. in um, Oliver Twist. Okay. Uh, he He's copyrighted, so that name belongs he's co- to him. He's copyrighted. It was so for- no, I think it would have been out of copyright by that point. Okay. 70 years. Oh, from his death, though, right? Yeah, so it could have been under copyright. Did uh, Mr. Bumble kind of get his at the end of uh, Oliver Twist? Well, what did he deserve it for? Uh, for uh, being mean to Oliver when he asked for more gruel. Well, he's just doing his job. Didn't have to say it that way. Like, he was outraged. And mm. If you're in Oliver the Musical, then he did a whole number about it. <laughs> uh, he was going to uh, feed them on uh, cockroaches. Consider yourself starving to death yep i did uh i did that was the first play i ever did was oliver oh really yeah did you and enjoy it i was uh yes until i i learned well my character was charlie bates and okay. then at one point someone realized my name was master bates and then <laughs> it wasn't as much fun <laughs> that was a turn yeah that was a terrible turn yeah <laughs> but i was one master of the bates yeah i was one of the thieves they had a whole different uh, bunch of kids uh doing the orphan stuff mm. and it was like why just, just dirty us up and and make us. The, we we can do it all. Who knows? It's just kids. Yeah, but don't they just want to fill the, fill it with more, most people as possible? I guess so. So uh, they'll get more audience. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. There's guaranteed at least four with uh with with a kid in the in the uh, thing plus family. But we got a couple of musical numbers. It was fine, and we we learned to generally how to pick a pocket or two. Yeah. Yeah. You, do you use But only if someone's today? got a big coat. <laughs> okay. A big old-timey a big coat, coat. That doesn't actually touch them anywhere, so yeah. they can't feel your... But can you get your hand in the pocket without putting any weight on the coat? They would feel... Well, the point their... is you've got to have another kid as your distraction. Ah, I as see. Another uh, little uh, little you know, imp. Okay. And then uh, they <laughs> yep. do that. All right. Yeah. I, I just wonder, what happened to... Like, I know, uh, I know they took Fagan to jail, but uh, like um, Artful Dodger, what happens to that guy at the end? How's he doing? Is he okay? He didn't seem like that bad. Know, it's been a while since I read. I I did read all of Dickens' books. Mm-hmm. I read I read some of them over time, and then I decided I would read all the rest of them chronologically. Kind of odd. Doesn't really make any sense because they're not in any particular order. But yeah, it's kind of odd in the movies where they make uh, Fagin lovable. Yeah, that's. Although in the book he's pretty he's pretty good until he turns. You know what I mean? Like he he seems like a like a old you know like kind of a pleasant old gent. Yeah. And then at some point he gets really brutal. Yeah, it's more Bill Sykes. It's the like the crazy. Well, Bill Sykes is just straight out murdery, uh, nut nut. Well, he, he's more like he's more like threatening until he's murdery. But yeah, he feels like the scary thing in the book. So Fagin doesn't seem as bad compared to to Sykes. And yet Fagin is the guy that recruits children yeah. to go out and uh, thieve. And uh, yeah, it's fa- but I mean the point of the book wasn't that Fagin was bad. The point of the book was that. That there was a system in place that was driving hmm. this, you know, like the reason that he could do this is because there were children who had no other options, no opportunities, mm. but to be work as pickpockets that is for a good point. for this, you know, for a vulture. And yet, Fagin was later put to death. That isn't that isn't the story, I believe. Mm. Yeah, which okay. is like I was like, oh, well, that's no good. I don't like that. Especially, you know, since I, uh, that, I I knew the guy in my play. They, it was nice. They had, some, they had some strict laws in those days. Yeah, they had a quota to make. They had and, a quota, that's right. Yeah. I like to, I like to think that maybe uh, uh, Fagan did a little switcheroo and he's, he got out. He was fine. That's right. The artful dodger lost his head. Oh, no. <laughs> Not David Jones. 
the not Phil Collins, not other people that play the Artful Dodger. Did Phil Collins play the? That's right, he did. He did. He took that experience to music. Uh, not Jack Wild. Jack Wild as well. Huh? There you go. Wow. There's three Dodgers. <laughs> I almost have a baseball team. Who was Anthony Newley in the? Did he? Did he do anything in it, or does he just? Uh, Anthony Newley. He was also in Doctor Doolittle, right? Yes, Anthony he was Newley? the assistant or whatever. To Rex Harrison. Do you know the only reason that I know that? One of the biggest musical disasters of all time. That one movie. of the reasons I know that is because today I was watching a, a Simpsons episode, which starts with them showing Dr. Doolittle in okay. school and the kids hating it. Yeah. And But they actually showed like big chunks of Dr. Doolittle in huh. the beginning of wow. it. And, uh, wow. Uh, like the push it? me pull you and things like that. No, they didn't even show that. No, no. they just showed like uh, the horse with glasses and doing the eye test. And it was like he's been taking the test forever. <laughs> uh, and uh, Martin said, "Like this is not Anthony Newley's finest work." <laughs> what is you know what Anthony Newley's finest work is? What David Bowie. And anyone out there who knows David Bowie knows that I'm being so on the nose and true and and right and also hilarious. Very good. I should save this stuff for the listening party, I guess. But I yeah, resist. please do. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> yes, please save it, Dave. Did you think Cyrano de Bergerac was too on the nose? Mm. <laughs> yes. We all have a good time here, don't we? <laughs> Once uh, again, can I? Can't do two podcasts a day anymore. Can't do it. <laughs> We're just too old. Cannot. Too but I, old. listen, folks. I know I owe you this podcast, so I'm fulfilling my contractual obligation <laughs> until it is time that we go to see Shazam. The- <laughs> They um if you guys want to come to Shazam too, let just come just come with us. Let let us know. Okay. I'm gonna just change I'm gonna I'm gonna change tack here. You can't change like the subject. I There's no subject. <laughs> well, I mean, we talked about it a bit in the restaurant, but I want to talk about it in real life. Okay. Um <laughs> the restaurant wasn't in real life. No, this is if real you life. die in the restaurant, do this you die real in real life? life? No, I'd still be on a podcast. Okay. So, uh, I started listening to this um, mix that I found somewhere, and it's like the 100 best songs of 2010. That's too many songs. It is a lot of songs. And a big kick in the pants for 101. And it's put together by people who uh, do Pitchfork, the website Pitchfork, which okay. is a music review website, which I, I've always in my, my head thought was like a hip happen in place, was kind of like a, you know independent or alternative kind of music source. But according to their tastes in their music, it's it's not so much that, and it, but it's interesting to listen to because it's interesting to hear something from eight years ago, and you're listening to it and you're like, even in that short amount of time, which it, you know eight years feels short to me because I'm, mm-hmm. I'm old. It's amazing how much music has changed. How so? Well, just what we like, what we find entertaining now, like like this. this I mean, it could just be that maybe it hasn't changed. I, I don't know. I don't see. I don't really listen to commercial music very much. So this has commercial music on it. It has Kanye West, for instance. Mm-hmm. It has. Uh, lots of like dance acts that I don't know who they are. Okay. Uh, and most of them I don't really care for because it's just to me, it's like seven minutes of the same thing. And I just, that just does not do it for me. All right. I need something happening in music. But it's kind of, it's sort of like a, a test of your, <laughs> I don't know, your patience. Your, like I have found some interesting stuff. Like I have heard things in there that I liked. And I'm like, oh, I have to you know, put this aside in my mind and I'll, I'll, put this in like a, more, a place where I'll listen to it permanently. I'll right. put it on my, my iTunes or whatever. But a lot of it is just so terrible. And and listening to it, like I'd, I'd never really heard Kanye West before. But the only thing I knew about Kanye West was from a South Park episode <laughs> where he has no sense of humor in the episode. Is this the fish sticks one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's the only thing I knew him from. Like I didn't really know him from anything else. Like I've never really heard his music. I've never, didn't know anything about him. 
because uh, you don't listen to radio. Is yeah, I don't listen to commercial radio. Yeah, and I don't, and the girls don't listen to it, and so it, I just isn't. It's not part of my life. Yeah, if you're not already listening to it, you're not listening to it. Yeah, gotcha. yeah. Okay. And so there's a couple of Kanye West songs on here. One's called I think it's called Power, and he is terrible. Like as a rapper. Okay. He's terrible. The musical track, like the backing track, was interesting. Like it was actually kind of, kind of, uh, kind of cool. But the rapping, like blah. But it wasn't just him. There was another guy called Rick Ross or something like that. And no, <laughs> no, like it wasn't anything. It was just someone yelling yeah. stuff. Like you know, we're all gonna party. It's one of that. Like this, yeah. like that. Like it wasn't rapping. Like what I think of as rapping, right? Like it had Big Boy. Who was an outcast mm-hmm. in the past, and he was really good, but like he's kind of old school. Like I, I listened to Outcast when I was growing up, so mm-hmm. that listen to Big Boy, I'm like, yeah, okay, I know this. This is good. This is like good rapping, but those guys, no, like, like I don't know what happened, but it's bad. And I feel like it's gotten worse. Rap, rap music, like popular oh, okay. rap music, like Migos and people like that. They just say like they're just kind of like Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang, Gucci Gang. That's what they say over and over again. You're like, okay, okay. I guess kids who like Gucci really enjoy this music. Now, uh, are you becoming the new Steve Allen with this? Are you uh, are you reading no, lyrics think, now and uh, is no, that kind of thing? No. This because, is what I always uh, the, yeah. go back to is like, you know, are things in any way different now than before? You know, did uh, you know, sugar, haha, honey, honey, you were my candy girl. What's this bullshit? Well, that is a, you know? that is not a good song, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That is a dumb song. All right, but there's always been like every, uh, you know, if you look at the top 10 of songs, um, always, there's always like, you know, there's, well, yeah, the, there's, there's, always a, there's the goofy, but well, there's, there's... Or, or just go- or just goofy songs, you know, or just filler songs or mm. just like, this is a song to have in the background or we crank it up while we're doing other things in the in the car or, or what have you. Yeah, I think, I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't want to criticize all, all, all rap music because I please, don't listen to please all Please do. It. I think that's a strong stance you should take. You know, this... And that... Uh, that would make us look uh, pretty good. Pretty good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty good to be like, hey, you know what's not good music? Rap. <laughs> and that's that's coming from the Sneaky Dragon Show. <laughs> that's right. That's coming from two old white guys. That's right. Can you believe it? We don't like rap music. But I do uh, like rap music. Listen to my music. new spinoff podcast, Leave Me Out of This. <laughs> well, I do like rap music. And I listened to rap music for, uh, for a long time because when I first started listening to rap music, it was played on college radio right. because it wasn't played on on regular radio sure like that commercial make, radio, that's what you were listening to yeah that makes sense commercial radio didn't cover it so college radio would play it and mm-hmm. so that's where i heard ll cool j that's where i heard uh grandmaster flash and melly mel and all that all that stuff and yes that's really old now obviously uh listening to like uh uh cool herc or whatever but that you know and i i think rap got better from there i think that's entertaining but i do think rap got better like in the 90s like it's really great you know outcast and and the Wu-Tang Clan and stuff like that. But I kind of feel like it's changed in a way that's not, that's not great. And I, you know, and it could, yeah, it's me, obviously I'm older and I I don't really, I don't wear Gucci or care about brands and stuff like that, which is a big part of these guys' acts. Sure. Is this idea of like branding yourself as, you know, it's kind of like fake it till you make it. Like if I pretend I'm rich and drive Lamborghinis, Mm -hmm. one day I will be rich and drive a Lamborghini, you know? And so that's, but I, you know, it's just not. It's not for me. There are, I you know, like um, Eve's a big fan of Logic, and I think he's a very good rapper, and he's new, but he's kind of rapping in a kind of old school way where it's very fast, and you know, he's, you know. So yeah, I don't know. I don't want to. I like. I don't want to put it all down, but I just. I feel like that kind of stuff. 
And what I was hearing on this, like Kanye West, like, nope. Okay, so Dave. Like, I just don't understand. Like, why is he so not, popular? Not uh, There you go. You know what? That's a, that's a good question. It's not the question of the week, but it is a good side question. Kanye West, why so popular? Well, what do you say? Yeah, like, what did he do? Like, like he does do spectacle. He's a spectacle. Okay. Whenever I've seen him on Saturday Night Live, yeah. it's always like a really interesting visual thing that okay. he's doing. Like, you okay. will not stop watching it. Mm. Um, and, you know, he knows how to play the media quite well that's a you part know, he of it will not sure. uh, he will not cut, get out of the public eye and like i say musically like the backing for both songs like the one song had like this long vocoder it was like a guitar solo only mm-hmm. it was him i think it was him doing like a using a vocoder to emulate a guitar solo and it was really neat like it was, it was it sounded great and and the backing track to power i can't remember what that song was called but the backing track to power was also interesting it's just the 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 rapping on top of it is so inept that i was a little offended by it and I just, and maybe it's just the music. People just want the music. And I mean, it's like if it's a club thing, then you really don't care what someone's saying or how it sounds. You know, you just want the beat, and that's fine too. And maybe that's part of it. One thing I, it's interesting. Like when I was read NME when I was growing up, uh, you know, in the in the '80s and, and early '90s, it, well, in the '80s basically, it covered like you know the new music of the time, the Smiths mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then as dance culture grew up in England and, and like raves became a big thing, all these journalists were going to raves and were, you know, taking ecstasy and going to these raves and then coming back to this and writing about how great all this music was that they were listening to. But you as a person who was, were hearing these raves or about these, these, I should say, these, uh, not raves of dancing, but these raves about the music, how great the music was. Mm-hmm. You go to the store and you buy like the best of house music or whatever. And then you listen to it and you're like, well, this is boring. Like, why am I? You know, because but it was exciting to them because they were on drugs dancing to it, you know, and they were taking that experience and then trying to make us understand it. But it it doesn't translate because you're not in the same situation. And I, I always kind of wonder if that was like the death of like enemy and stuff like that, because or the the start of the slow decline of music journalism it, is that when it became that detached from from but maybe I'm wrong because Britpop came along and that probably bolstered it again. So <laughs> forget my thinking out loud here, everyone. I'm sorry. Yep. I well, that's, I, I argued myself that's, out of it. No, that's nice. <laughs> no, it's fine. Again, I like the I, I, I would also like to see a podcast called Arguing Myself Out of It. Yeah, there you go. Where you just debate yourself you and you just off. talk until you get to the point where it's like, nope. And uh, right. I'm you done. You know what? We should have capital punishment. That would stop people from committing crimes. Or would it? Do people really? Is it really a. Yeah. It would stop them. That's that is true. But yeah. then it would make us worse. We're bad yeah, people. We don't need to do that. I think there's something in the Bible against that too. Let me just look that up. That's too long. <laughs> oh wait, this is just a dictionary. TLDR. Yeah, this is just a dictionary. I dressed up like a Bible, mm. and there's drugs inside. Oh well, you should have hollowed it out. Oh well, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> would you say uh, now? This is this is again one of those like uh, oldie uh, dudes. Uh, questions. Sure. What would you say would be a time period in history yeah. where the top ten, let's yeah. say the top ten Billboard top ten songs, yeah, for whatever point they started recording those, uh, had the most substantial music, as in like not uh, fluffy, but like really deep. Well, I would say never. They've never. So it's always been. It's always had a mix, right? Of you know, I'm just thinking at the top of my head of the fact that it's Strawberry Fields slash Penny Lane were kept out of the number one spot by Humber- Engelbert Humperdinck singing Release Me. Mm. You know, so that's an example of where a song of no real great value, you know, but was clearly popular. And it was popular enough that it kept 
you know, and maybe the Beatles kind of shot themselves in the foot by having two super good songs on both sides of the single yeah. and split the sales, split the like who, what people were buying, like a point of sales. Uh, that's how they decided it. So, you know, it's possible that when the whoever was uh, collating this information split the vote between the two songs. And so it, it I, I don't know how it worked, but hmm. um, yeah, like, like I think, you know, there are times in, there's times in musical history where where there's like there's like a high uh, concentration of quality music, but I would say there's never a time when there's not some some uh, fool's gold amongst the gold, <laughs> you know. You know, it doesn't matter when you look at. I, you know, in like the '60s when I, you know, music was pop music was being born and was coming alive and was you know excited by these you know, the changes and how it was distributed and the way it was made as, you know, recording technology advanced to the sixties and, and kind of sparked all this right. creativity and everything. There still were like, you know, weird uh, songs, you know, like, like Alley Cat by Bent Fabric or just some sort of weird instrumental thing, you know, because like, it's just like in those days, like there wasn't like, was, but, you know, it's pre FM. So there was no like, rock am station right like it was a family station and you listen with your mom and dad in the car and they might play the beatles but they also might play uh you know the sands this i'm trying to think of some i can't think of uh like what would be an example like uh i'll just make up a name of a song summer winds by sure. the henry mantovani orchestra <laughs> but that, those were yeah. legitimate like yeah. no, you know top 10 yeah. songs as well so that you get like she loves you and then you get that and so you'd be like ah oh, this is great she loves you and then you get that song you'd be able to sit back in your seat and go uh or you might not you might be just like used to that and that's just the way it was so you enjoyed that song a little bit too yeah not as much as the beatles but it yeah i remember like being a kid and listening to you know my parents would you know play the radio because what would you do not do that yeah and, and yeah you'd get like a beatles song or something really popular and rock and rolly and then yeah. it's like a real long number like a <laughs> dean martin song would come on and be like wow what's this radio station yeah you know i'm thinking yeah. about it now it's like and and to the point where yeah when we we're in school and you had something like oh it's just like all rock and roll stations like what all rock yeah, and roll? yeah. okay and that's a novel situation that then, it was novel and it was yeah this idea of like having you know, and it kind of grew out of FM, like when FM stations started in the late 60s. And they were kind of freeform radio when they started, and they could kind of play their own thing. And, and that's when albums became the thing as well, because they weren't singles stations. They were album stations. They would play mm -hmm. album cuts. Right. And not necessarily display singles, although singles are part of it too. But, you know, so there was this mix of, and then they started to kind of like, they started to you know, sort of aim towards a target audience you know, that helped their sales as well, because that helped your advertising. Like if your advertisers know who you're, who you're, they're advertising to, then that works better for them as well. And then, you know, and as the seventies moved on and one of the most, it's weird now, but one of the ma major changes in the late seventies was the advent of FM stereo in cars, because it sounded really good. Mm -hmm. And so that's where bands like Steely Dan and kind of late period Doobie Brothers and stuff like that, where it gets all kind of smooth and, and you know, kind of really jazz, like mm -hmm. jazz sound and stuff like that. Because that sounded so great when you're driving in your car with your FM radio playing that music. That's what it was made for, you know. And so that's why those bands, like the inexplicable Steely Dan, like, <laughs> a, you know, there's a bunch of jazz guys yeah. who wrote these snarky, sarcastic songs. And they were super popular. Like, I remember, I didn't like them when I was growing up because... They play them on my mom's radio station. You know, I remember hearing like Hey 19 on, on, uh, yeah, 
As soon as you said Steely C- Dan, yeah. like that just goes right in my yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. It's on CKNW, my mom's radio station, you know. And so, you know, you're just like, ugh, yuck to that stuff. But, you know, it's just so weird. But that's why it was popular, because it it sounded great in your car on your on your FM stereo. You know, what I, what I, wonder, and, I wonder what kids do now to uh, reject things, because, uh, you know, it used to be the... Well, again, they listen to songs that go, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. I guess so. Because it separates you from from the idea of, like... Right, but there's no. There's, it's like the bubblegum music of of. I, I no, I hear you, but what what I'm, what I, I guess my bigger question is, like uh, there used to be the popular music. Now, admittedly, there's different types of popular yeah. music, but now it feels like even though there is popular music, yeah, there isn't that same kind of cultural thing. It's more like, what do you like? Well, you go off and you listen to everything that you like. Yeah, you get your own music, and you know, all right, even if you're listening to streaming, you can select all the songs. You don't, you aren't forced to listen to radio or see what's on TV or videos it's just you know what's your friends listening to so if you're going to rebel against pop culture what do you what do you rebel against for crying out loud now because there isn't one pop culture to rebel against it's just pick your own thing put it all together in a little bag and that's that's your thing sure and so then that's why you have 4chan and stuff like that those kind of that kind of rebellion where it's a rebellion of 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 it's an ideal, uh, ideal, ideological re- re- revo- revo- uh, revolution. You know what I mean? Okay. So they're 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 learning this sort of they're learning all these things in school. These sort of liberal ideas of what, how a society should function, and then they take all those things and they re- they turn them into memes and stuff on and and make mean say mean things in memes right. and stuff like that, right? And that's a way of rejecting that that kind of culture. And I think because I think yeah, I think you're right that there's no like. And I'm sure there's music and stuff that accompanies that as well. It's just that we're too old to know it. And so I've it's been so called old our... a couple of times in this show. Yeah, I know. And I think uh, and I think I'm, I'm I think I'm done with that. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> to be fair, I am the oldest I've ever been. <laughs> I've got to admit that much. But I uh, I don't uh, I don't generally feel like again it's 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 fine and fun. But <laughs> I'm not, not going to pre- pretend even as even when my daughters were teenagers that I had any real understanding of what mm-hmm. what kid culture really was. I mean, they they live their own lives and. and in a lot of ways, and you know, listen to their own music. I mean, I knew what it was, but it didn't. It didn't impact me in any way, you know. Like, just they were doing. They really were doing their own thing. Nice. But I feel, yeah. I just like I remember when my my nephew was in in high school, and he he started a a little Facebook group book. I think it was called For the Lols or something like that. Okay. But it was spelled T T E H Lols. All right. Of course, because that was the thing then. And basically, it was like four chan memes and stuff like that that he would just post. Oh, okay. And stuff. And I just would look at them and I think, yeah, that's that's about right. I can see what he's re- rebelling against. Yeah. You know, he's a teenager and he's he sees the he sees the the dark humor in this and, and enjoys the and just enjoys this you know poking back at something that's telling him you know this is what you should be this is what you should be and he's poking back and saying no I'm gonna be this and that's part of growing up you know and he's he's the nicest person you'll ever meet yeah I think the rebellious you know? part is you've got to at some point rebel against something yeah. And, uh, you know, it's part of finding, you know, your, it's, it's, it's just finding your way around and mm-hmm. finding what you believe is you sure. have to reject something. Yeah. And as that becomes more monolithic, then there'll be people rejecting that, you know, and that's just, that's how it goes. But don't reject podcasts, <laughs> especially true crime podcasts. What? Because Dave needs that I, very shortly. So, very, very, very so shortly. So not interested in that stuff. Oh, that's, that's fine. Um, Lisa loves, uh. Of course she does. They're insanely popular. But she's always loved true crime. 
Hmm. It's not like a new thing that she's just no. j- jumped on the train. No, people like, I can't always, believe that people. Like, it's always been popular. It just yeah. hasn't been, you yeah. know, that that kind of thing. Like whenever there's a yeah, a true crime books have always like been mm-hmm. very very popular. Yeah, people make a, a good living. They just didn't stuff. weren't able to find their way to television or other, you know, because yeah. because it's tough sometimes because you know what's in a book when you see it visually can be just too disturbing. Yeah. But, you know, in a podcast form, it's just words. So, yeah, we can get away with that. I guess the book has that going for it, too. Yeah. Yeah, I think, like, someone like Anne Rule is, like, the luckiest person in the world in, in that she worked right beside uh, Ted Bundy, like, in an office, and also he didn't kill her. Mm. So she's able to write about, you know, this. And that was her first book was about knowing yeah. Ted Bundy. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not for me. I don't, I don't care yeah. for this kind of thing. But, uh, no, I see it. And I get it, and it's uh, yeah. I don't mind. Okay, so I don't watch them. Like I don't, I don't actually sit and watch them. I might be reading a book while they're playing, mm-hmm. and I don't. There's a couple of shows I don't mind. Like I don't mind if it's like kind of like a procedural, like a true crime procedural. That they're like, and then I did like police did this, and or if it's from the point of view of the police, right? What I don't like are ones where there's ones like called Fear Your Neighbor or something like that, where it like tells you the story. And I hate these ones. It tells you the story of like two neighbors like getting a, a like a some sort of minor tiff and then it becomes like this feud and then it ends up in violence and sometimes murder and things and it's just like why do i want to see people like i like this show i something bad happens it's terrible of course but then they catch the person who did it yes and then there's some sort of resolution to it this show though it's all about things getting worse and worse until it ends terribly and then that's into the show (laughs) and there's another one on there called like unusual death or something like that so all you're watching are people dying yeah like getting stuck in a sauna and then they, they get cooked to death or whatever. And so the show is just about like... There's, that, that sounds awful to me. Yeah. yeah there's slow realization of their yeah. doom and you're supposed to sit there and watch it. Like what kind of ghoulishness is that? It's terrible. Anyway, end of rant. Sure. No, that's that's a, that's a fine rant to be at the end of. <laughs> you know, I like things... Uh, you know, I, again, to be fair, I did listen to Serial the first season. I tried listening to future seasons. Okay. Uh, you thought you were talking to Siri, but it was actually Serial. Oh, I wonder if... Uh, hmm. Yeah, I wonder if like when you try to get uh, cereal like on your thing and you're talking, if uh, Siri just goes me, it's like no. <laughs> sorry. And then finally, Siri has enough of that shit and just kills somebody. Oh no, it's a true crime. And then, but it's a, a virtual crime. No, then she's a Siri, Siri killer. I got nothing. <laughs> I really, again, two shows a day, too much. I made a great pun yesterday. Oh boy, there's nothing like. Uh, you want a warmed over pun? All right, let's hear it. Let, no, no, no. I got to hear. You can't do that. The listeners no, no, they just, don't want to hear it. No, they do. Okay, all right. We were talking about someone was talking about Joe Biden in the lunchroom. Okay, and someone said, "Wait, is he some sort of misogynist?" I said, "No, no, he's a misogynist." So there's my <laughs> pun. There you go, everyone. Nice. That's that's it. Yeah. All right, and that was the one guy liked that so was much. Dave's uh, joke uh, from his uh, new segment, Biden My Time. Biden My Time. One of the guys in the lunchroom liked it so much he repeated it to someone who came in as if he had made it up. How did that go over the second time? No, it doesn't go over very well. It's sure, be in the moment. doesn't. Because the way it worked is when I said it, I went, I said, no, no, he's a massage, because you know, I had to like I, was, I had yeah. to think about it at the same time I was saying it. Sure, it wasn't quite formed in my head yet, and then it uh, came you out. Took a risk. I took a risk, yeah. and then he loaded it up too much, and he had he, too much confidence, too much, too much spin on too that cocky, ball, too cocky. Yeah. No, it didn't come out natural. Nor did this my other last time I just said it, but it's still it was a pretty good pun. All right, uh, we're uh, again we've uh, in past shows we said we we wouldn't do segments. We're doing segments now. This is how this goes. Um, and the segment we've been doing recently has been uh, question of the week. 
question of the week yeah and uh you know there you go uh, it's more a question of the podcast listen we we don't know if you listen to this on a weekly basis that's fine but, uh, it's, it's, still, it's a question of the week so we were asking what uh last time what sort of discipline did your school practice growing up yeah uh was your school progressive proactive or pro-hitting i hope this i hope this toughened you up or right. it will be question of the week mine was all the hits all the time <laughs> misogynist <laughs> Keep on trying. That's right. You go, Joe. You go, Joe. You be you. Okay. So I think the first person who uh, answered the question was our, our friend, uh, Lisa. Uh, a better friend of yours than mine. <laughs> That's right. But, uh, Your friend, my wife. Now, also do you, my do you want to, why don't you, why don't you read it? Because, uh, no, no, you read Lisa's. Oh, I feel weird reading your wife's pocket. Uh, post. Uh, to answer the question of the week, uh, I believe the strap was banned when I was in about grade four. As a quiet, fairly well-behaved child who also avoided the misfortune of being in the wrong place at the wrong time, I was never subjected to being strapped, but I do remember one boy in particular who received the strap on more than one occasion. Typically, the head teacher administered it rather than the classroom teacher. Was it deserved? I'm sure it could uh, have been handled differently. Did it help? Well, the boy in question never made it to his mid-twenties due to misadventure, so it certainly didn't uh, alter any negative tendencies, or not enough anyway. As a teacher, oh, there's the twist, she's a teacher. <laughs> twist. <laughs> Twisty. Um, as a teacher, my first job was in a private school, and I had numerous parents approach me in the early in the school year to tell me it was fine with them if I hit their kids. Uh, one mom was even quite insistent uh, that I did so over son misbehaved. I didn't, of course. That's an odd thing to have yeah, uh, parents say to you is like hit my hit my child. Uh yeah, yeah. Okay, next one. Um do you want me to read Louise's? Sure. Okay, so our friend Louise wrote in. Louise said, Thankfully our school district also banned the strap partway through my elementary school years. So I only got a brief after school detention for passing a blank loves blank note in grade six. Sorry, grade five. So everyone did I mention I'm old? Other available... Joni punish- loves Chachi. I'm going to fill it in with mm. Joni loves Chachi. Joni loves Chachi. I didn't know she went to school with him. You went to school in the 50s? Other available punishments included trash pickup duty around the school. These days, one of the harshest forms of discipline my sister, the teacher, can meet up... Oh, her sister's a teacher. Twist. Another twist. <laughs> is to confiscate the cells... I say cell phones... Yeah. Of in-class texters... And to send the phones to the principal's office for future retrieval by the errant student. Yeah, it'd be weird if she actually uh, took their cells and, yes. like, say, cloned them <laughs> and then replaced the students with better behaved clones of themselves. But once again, the perfect crime. There you are. Yeah. Uh, Edward uh, Dragansky uh, said, My high school in Mystique, uh, Texas. Uh, I wonder if he's going to be a teacher in the end, if this is the twist. I think that was Mystique. Did I say Mystique? Yeah. Mesquite? Mesquite, yeah. Mesquite. Uh, that's where mosquitoes come from. It's, this town has a great flavor, great taste to it. Sure. Both of our jokes are uh, fine. <laughs> Misogynist. Mass. Misogynist. How many are a group of them? A mass of misogynists. <laughs> anyway, the, the school gave you the choice between swats or licks and a week's worth of detention after school. I only received swats uh, slash licks only once. Uh, along with three classmates for being late to gym. It stung for a few minutes, but better than uh, taking my time away from school. 
one of my best uh, stories is from art class. I regard it as my Chico Marx moment, and it's one of the greatest moments of my life. Please bear with me as I attempt to tell it, as you attempt to tell it, as I attempt to read it. Here we go. <laughs> Let me take a glass of uh, a drink of water first. Yes, take a glass of water and drink a glass <clears throat> of water. All right, and my puppet, Pepe, will say the story. Oh, no. <laughs> What's Pepe, you want to read the story? No, I don't. It's being insulting. <laughs> okay, Pepe, I won't do that then. All right. Uh, I'll preface this story with the fact Pepe. that it involves uh, malpropism wordplay. So you might have to think or speak it phonetically. So here goes. Oh, boy. My uh, senior art class, 1984, uh, this was, uh, it was uh, my senior art class, 1984. <clears throat> oh. This was Monday, and we were ready to learn about some printing techniques. Uh, my teacher writes more on the blackboard really big. So you all know more, pronounced more, is when the dot pattern in printing uh, gets out of register but creates kind of a moving optical illusion pattern. Our project that day was to create a more uh, so uh, we could have an understanding how it happens and what causes it. My art teacher asked the class, does anyone know what a more is? I stand up like Checo did in Horse Feathers because I couldn't pass this up. Okay, Eddie, tell the class what a more is. I return with, when the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. <laughs> My teacher and I hated each other. We butted heads on everything, and it's a wonder I even get past this class. This was the last straw for her. She pointed to the door and told me to get out, go down to the vice principal and wait for her. The great thing was I knew the vice principal and his family since they were frequent customers in my comic book store. I told him uh, what had happened, and he laughed. I'll just tell her I gave you a week of detentions, uh, but you really don't have to detention, okay? Uh, my art teacher finally caught up and told the vice principal how I showed up in her class, uh, showed her up in class. She was furious. Uh, he gave me the phony detentions, and I walked about three steps behind her, smiling all the way to class. I thought to myself, Chico would have been proud. I was proud, proud to have had this story to tell everyone, Marx fans or not, about my Chico Marx moment. And that's, then he just went off line. to the side and he played piano for five minutes. <laughs> that's great. That's great. And uh, someone asked how the class reacts, reacted to that. Uh, we have not got a response to that. No. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, so Chris Roberts, why don't you read that one? Sure. And this one I'm going to read with my puppet, Hamish McTavish. <laughs> Hello, Hamish. How are you today? Oh, I... All right. Forget about it. Uh, that was from our, remember we used to do that segment called Hand Puppets? Yes. Our segment during the, during sure. the we did that one a while back ago. Yeah. You can go back and listen to those if you want. Ian's character, Pepe, my character, Hamish McTavish. <laughs> Here in Scotland, the teacher's weapon of choice was the Taz, a strip of leather usually about 18 inches long and split into two or three tails at one end. A short whip, essentially. School children called in Sorry, school children called it the belt or the strap. Some teachers, you know the kind, had pet names mm. for theirs. The kind would be cruel jerks. You would be called in front of the class and told to hold out one hand, supported by the other. The supporting hand ensured that you felt the full force of the belt striking across your palm. It stung like a rope burn and left a hot red mark. Depending on the severity of your offense, you would get anything between one and six strikes, sometimes swapping hands part way. It was entirely the teacher's choice as to when to use this punishment. I was strapped one time for getting a wrong answer in long division. Afterwards, the teacher realized I'd actually had it right, and she was wrong. I got an apology and a hatred of injustice. 
Use of the TAWS faded away in the 1980s, following a judgment from the European Court of Human Rights. It was eventually banned in 1987. And I suppose with Brexit, they'll be bringing it back. <laughs> That's and terrible, first, Chris. And the first that people that are going to get terrible. swatted are the people that came up with Brexit. That just seems terrible to me that they were still doing that that late in the... Uh, yeah. And this was the thing. Whenever teachers would talk about it, they would talk about it with glee. Like, it was just like, yeah. oh, these were the days. This yeah. would have been good. This was a thing. And it was like, uh, you sound like terrible people. The only <laughs> the only problem with banning spanking and what have you and uh, hitting in school is uh, what are you going to be fetishy about in the future? They're going to, you know, what are you going to do? Yeah. You're going to have to make up, like, like there's going to be guys that are going to, you know, uh, ladies... Yeah, and they're going to go take away my cell phone. Yeah, yeah. That's what they're going to do. Just take well, it away what, and put exactly it in a right. dr- put it in a drawer for me. Just yeah. watch me. Tell me I can't like uh, I can't text. And yeah. that's going to be the that's going to be the big fetish. Yeah, whenever I go to a prostitute, I I have her make me write lines. That's been my uh, good. I was not punished very much when I was in school. I was a I was a, a darling boy, beloved by all teachers, which is an exact exactly true. I had a I had a grade five teacher who hated me, absolutely hated me. Once threw a chalk brush at my head. Oh. Luckily it missed, but it was a very near miss. But he would regularly, if I had an overdue library book, he would send me home to get it. No one else, just me. Okay. He'd be like, Dave, you have an overdue library book? Said, yeah. I want you to go home and get it. Just to get me out of class. Oh, okay. So I'd be gone for like two hours walking that home. That actually back. sounds pretty good to me. Like I would, I would, yeah, I yeah. would go for that. That but sounds see, great. A nice I know, walk. I know you're, you're different than me though. Cause I, I, I enjoy school. Okay. I have no idea what I did to offend him. I mean, I like talking in class too. Like I liked school because I like the uh, social elements of it. That's what I really liked about school. I wasn't there for learning. Fuck that bullshit. Yeah. I think, I think that might be the case. It's like the kids that really bother teachers are the ones that get everyone else that, tr- that trigger everyone else and start, mm. you know, whatever the chemical reaction is. Yeah. So yeah. you might say something and you might not be the bad kid, but now everyone else is loosened up and yeah. now everyone starts yapping or gabbing or just does a little something. And now you've ruined everything. And by the take Dave out of the mix, then, you know, the That's other it. ones won't, you know, you're the guy when they talk about the mobs, mm-hmm. you know, you're the guy who does the first thing. And it's not even the bad thing, but yeah. it's the first guy going, hey! And then everyone, <laughs> and the other guy goes, he's right! That's my yeah! job. Yeah! And then someone throws a brick. But but it's you got to have the first guy who's got the nerve to go like hey yeah and that's uh, that's you or Ray Romano <laughs> hey 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 when I when I went when I got into junior high though I had this I had a little issue my first my first year there because when I went to elementary school we started at nine let's say when I went to junior high we started at we had because we had a we had homeroom so we started at like quarter to nine the problem with this is it made me miss Frisky Frolics in the morning. It mm-hmm. made me miss cartoons. So I wouldn't leave the house until cartoons were over. So I was always late ah. to school every day. So every day after school, I would have to stay for detention. And you would miss Funorama. I'd miss Funorama. <laughs> no, Funorama was at four, I think. So I, yes, no, the, was it yeah, four? Yeah, it was at four. four. Okay. You're absolutely right. So I was okay there. And I would just sit and read. And there'd be like all these people who really should have been there. Unlike me, I was just dumb. By the way, Frisky Frolics was not a porn thing. That was a that was a, a series of old timey cartoons. Yes, it was just like a name for. It, it. sounds like a very sexy. Uh, yeah. It sounds way too sexy for a cartoon show, right? Like if you were to if you were to like see like something and said Frisky Frolics, now, I would not think that at all. You would not think it was uh, no. sexy. Just, no, I just think it was old fashioned. But I wouldn't think it was sexy. What if you saw? Okay, here's here's the thing. You're walking through an old timey fair. Yeah. 
and there is a penny, one of those things where you can look at a look at a, a little peep thing and yeah. put a little a penny in and the turn a thing. Yeah. And it said Frisky Frolics on top. Would you be expecting to see the adventures of Felix the Cat? Or would you be expecting to see something a <laughs> okay, little That's a different context. Okay. Different context entirely. Yes. <laughs> I would. Please, you know. Yeah, I would. I would expect to see like something like what the butler saw or something like that, mm-hmm. for sure. But in the context of a set or a, a weekday morning uh, show Frisky Frolics. I don't know. It was just named by old people. That's fine. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I have nothing against old people. And then people. the youth. I'm one uh, of named Funorama. That's uh, that's very very youthful. Funorama. Even I mean, though it was the exact same show. We're talking about shows that they they would show uh, Bugs Bunny cartoons. They would show yeah. like some good some good Tom and Jerry's, yeah. some bad Tom some and Jerry's, Tom and Jerry's yeah. some some rough Tom and Jerry's. Which Occasionally the, which a the Popeye. Bad the bad ones were the Gene Deitch ones, right? The ones. Those, yeah, those there were really, some. There were some really really bizarre crudely ones. crudely animated ones. They were made in like Hungary or something like that. There was a, there was a series of uh, and separately to that there was a series of Popeye cartoons where. Um, Oh, I think it was like OG What a Snozzle uh, would uh, would he was the inventor, right? Okay, yeah, and he would uh, have a time machine, and he would uh, it's time to use the time machine. So he hit a button, yep. and then this hand would come out of the time machine, and it would like with a glove on it, as he would, because you can't have a nude hand back. No, no, then. no, that's terrible. And then it would just like reach out, and it would just go for forever, and then Popeye would be sleeping. And then it would it would reach out and it, it would be a finger and it would just like touch Popeye and then Popeye would stick to the finger and it would drag Popeye back and then Popeye would travel in time. Oh. But like Popeye was never like, what's can I doing back here in the Romans eras? <laughs> yeah. Like a Popeye would just like, well, I'm in the Roman eras. Yeah. He yeah. would just be a Roman soldier. I got to deal with this. I got to deal with uh, Brutus. You know, he's going to kill uh, Caesar. <laughs> yeah. And he'd do his thing. And then sometimes they would wait. At the, it would end with him waking from a dream. Mm. But like we've seen the reality, it's a time machine. Did you forget that it was by the end of the thing? Well, and he, sometimes he it didn't just, know though. And sometimes it just would end with him, you know, still in the past, yeah. like as a, a medieval knight. And I'm like, did he never come <laughs> he home? Never came back. Did he? Did this yeah. affect time in any way? Yeah. Like, what did you do? It's just like this. These weird abductions when you're sleeping. It was, into it was time. just a cartoon. It didn't affect time. Okay, fair enough. Didn't it, did it affect uh, car- affected, cartoon time? It affected your time that you wasted watching it. Mm. That was that was the only time effect. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember those ones actually. Yeah, they were uh, weird. I think it was like uh, I want to say UPA or something like that. Okay. The yeah. People who did Joe McBoing Boing. I th- I think that's that sounds about right. Yeah, mm. and there was it was either those or he'd be with his uh, four nephews. Uh, Peepie, Papeye, Popeye, and Poopie. Do you remember those guys? No, I do not. Yeah, that was... that's also terrible. That uh, one was called Poopie. Yeah, Uncle, Uncle Popeye. What are we doing? They're they're a bunch of rascals. And he's mm. trying to keep them under control. And it's like Popeye shouldn't be trying to keep them under control. Popeye's uh, should be a force of chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah, going out causing trouble. Is maybe he... maybe look no, after. No, no, he's uh... not a force of chaos. You don't think so? No, he's a force of justice. Okay, Bluto, Bluto, I should say, is the force of uh, chaos. That's fair enough. Okay, he would be looking after Sweepy and whatnot. He yeah. doesn't want no trouble. You're right. <laughs> His uh, his papa his pappy is a uh, is a bit troublesome though. Yeah, his pappy is troublesome, but but yes, but he is not. He is he is just trying to get along, and he does not have a mom. No, you've never seen Popeye's mom. Well, the sea hag. Oh, could be. Yeah, she seems more like Olive Oil's mom, doesn't she? They've <laughs> got she? a similar look. They got the oh. same arms. Yeah, 
Yeah. Did you find Ellis the Goon terrifying as a as a kid? I found the Sea Hag terrifying. I Is that right? To, I used to have like nightmares about the Sea Hag. Wow, yes. really? The Sea Hag? Yeah, she's pretty scary. You're right. I found her scary. But I also found Ellis the Goon scary just because she looked so weird and she couldn't talk. Do you remember the uh, episode where uh, they got hypnotized and, and Popeye was hypnotized to say, I love Alice the Goon, and he just keeps repeating it through the whole cartoon, and uh, and, uh, and and Olive Oil is hypnotized to love Popeye, so the, I love Alice the Goon, I love Popeye, and they just repeat it over and over again, and I can't stand repetition, Yeah, and it was just like the worst cartoon for me, <laughs> I just I had to leave the room, it was just sickening. Huh. That's an interesting problem that you don't like repetition. Ugh. Don't like repetition. I don't like repetition. I'm telling you, I don't like repetition. No, there's something about it. You don't just, like repetition? No, it just feels uh, it feels dangerous to me. Why is it dangerous? Um, it feels like you keep doing. Uh, Would you get trapped? Do you think? Yeah, a little bit. You get mm. stuck. I'm 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 scared of ruts. Okay. Uh, I'm also I don't like walking the same way too often. I feel like well now people know which way I'm walking. I yeah. should mix this. Oh, up. I thought you meant sometimes you walk backwards. Sometimes you walk. <laughs> sure. The limp. Sometimes you. Yeah. Walk knock need. Yeah, I do the I do silly walks. I just <laughs> I do do that kind of stuff. No, okay. it just makes me literally nauseous to uh, to see like repetition. And as we've mentioned on a previous show, one of the worst times ever was like we watched a movie called Finnegan's Chin that was about a guy shaving over and over and over again. And uh, I just got I was so sick by the end of that. Mm. Uh, and I think it was like a, a bit of a hot day too. So like I like there was a little heat in the air, so mm. it felt a little bit like I was getting car sick at a movie. Wow, wow. And I uh, never never had that before. Oh, it was a small theater. Yeah, guy gets up, shaves, has breakfast, gets on his bike and leaves. Told over an hour and a half. It's a lot of repetition. Mm-hmm. A lot of repetition. Still better than Justice League. <laughs> well, I don't know. Hmm? I remember when we, yeah, it was weird when we got there. We the were guy, try- we the were guy tra- warned us about it. We're like, well, it's fine. We want to see this uh, this cartoon uh, we were festival to, after. Yeah, I thought we were trying, I think we were trying to see something Python-y. There was supposed to be a Monty Python documentary, and then they're going to have a cartoon festival after it. Yeah. And when we got there, they said, well, we don't have the documentary, which thinking about it, it was probably the Life of Brian documentary that was made when they were doing that, during that movie. But anyway, and so, you know, he said, so we're playing this movie, Finnegan's Chin, and we're kind of like, okay. He's like, it's, you know, it's really slow or whatever. <laughs> we're like, oh, well, we, you know, it was that, you know. Yeah. Like, what are we going to do? Like sit outside well, or sit inside? that's the thing. It was, it was, this is Vancouver in the 80s. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's after five o'clock. It's dead. Yeah. It's literally dead. There is no one around. No single person anywhere. This is like days, like in the West End, there's stuff happening, but that was, you know, a couple of blocks away from us. Yeah. People are in their apartments there doing stuff. But us, we're in like the commercial part of Vancouver. Everyone's gone home. The whole town is closed <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, you're right. There was nothing there. It's weird to remember Vancouver back when nothing would be around. Yeah. Like I would go to. Th- I kind of miss it. I would go to improv workshops yeah. on Sunday. And yeah, when yeah. I got out. I could lie in the middle of Granville Street, <laughs> yes. and I did occasionally. Like it would just be the streets were were white, just yeah. white, yeah. and 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 empty. Yeah. And uh, you'd have to wait for the bus, and the bus would come like maybe once an hour, if if yeah, you yeah. know. Uh, oh my gosh, yeah, nothingness, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's not there anymore. No, it's no. a different place now. It's a it's a thriving metropolis. Yeah, and the ocean. Yeah, I miss I miss the old days. Yeah, it didn't have fish in it. What? It was all it was full all, of birds. It was all full of birds. Yeah, it was a very different time. Very different time, yeah. indeed. I don't remember that part of it, but yeah. So they were they warned us, but we didn't listen. We went in, and you maybe should listen more than me. Maybe if you'd said repetition, you would have been. I didn't know. I'm out. I'm out. I think that's one of the reasons that uh, Let's go to Burger King, Dave. I think that's one of the reasons that I had problems sometimes with school because they kept going over the same stuff over mm. and over again. Well, and uh, and I understand that's how you learn. 
Yeah, yeah. But uh, oof. And it's a, but if you learn quickly, then it's a real chore. And and we and saying this, I then got into acting for many years, yeah. which is a lot of rehearsal, which is just doing the same thing over and mm. over again. Yeah. And for some reason, uh, well, you but know, you what? improve over time, and there are there are slight adjustments that you're making. A, li- you a little bit, though. I would still. Um, I still didn't like repetition, so I would learn my lines really fast. Okay. So that I could just get that done. Like yeah. the sooner I could like just absorb this, the better. I don't think I don't know if I would still be good at that in the in the memorization. I now look back on like doing whole plays where like I would like be the lead or something. Like I did uh, in college I did like the hostage and uh, I was the hostage. And I'm like, <laughs> how the heck would you memorize this whole thing? Though, though that was always the bad compliment people would get from their parents at the end of plays. They would come up and go, how did you memorize all those lines? <laughs> what did you think of the play? I can't believe you remembered all that. Yeah, yeah, a lot of words. That's a lot of words. Wow. It's like, well, they are in context. And they are, <laughs> you can memorize things. I probably have memorized certain movies where I could probably do almost the entire movie for you if you could. It's funny, my mind doesn't work that way. Like, it's like with lyrics. I can't remember lyrics either. This is weird. Well, this was a fun thing when... Um, and it's weird because I used to memorize yeah. poems when I was a little kid. It's like when I was in like grade three and grade four, I would just do it for fun. And uh, But yeah, it just doesn't stick in my mind at all. Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was happy when I did the Simpsons qu- pub quiz yeah. with, uh, with our friends uh, Bob and uh, uh, Bob Mackey and uh, Nina Matsumoto, uh, Third Dragon. Um, uh, because it was a lot of memorization of weird, obscure lines from The Simpsons. Okay. And I was like, I don't know. And I knew, like, you know, we talked about it when they were on. But, like, uh, they didn't do that well the last time they did it. And so, like, I don't know if I'm going to do. And, like, one of the first things out of the gate was a really weird, long pull from, like, you know, a certain episode. And it was like, got it. And it just felt like, yeah, nice. This feels good. Okay, I can I can remember certain things, especially especially jokes and comedy and what have you. Yeah. 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 I, I, do, I do remember bits. Though if I if you asked me to just say one now from someone's act, I couldn't. Yeah. But if you started with like the topic mm. immediately, yeah, yeah. And this was something that I used to uh, when I used to host a night of comedy called a moose bouche uh, here in town. Uh, I've I've written a bunch of stand up stuff uh, in the in the past, and but if again if you asked me to like do five minutes right now, I'd be like ugh, hard pressed. But uh, what I would do is I would I would write a new bit. Uh, at the beginning of every show, and I'd go out and I'd do that with my partner, uh, Riel. Yeah. And then uh, the stand-up comics would come on, and they'd do stuff. But there'd always be topics in there that I had done stuff on that were not too close to what they did, but they led in speaking of. Yeah. And uh, and and it would just I just need the trigger, and then I would remember the entire bit. Hmm. And it was like that was just really interesting to me. Like I can't pull this on my own. Yeah. But uh, but you 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 just like do a thing like that for me, and I'm like, oh yeah yeah. Every time it was like there's always like something that would connect to something, and I go right that old thing. And so, you know, I'd always have a little something to do in, in between. So I do remember my act, but I just need like one like trigger word to 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 get me to yeah, it. Yeah. I used to I used to when I was doing uh uh stand up at punchlines, the old uh, the old club here in town, I would take uh, my note cards and I would hand them to audience members and I would uh I would point at them to give me the trigger word yeah. uh, for whatever the topic was. And uh, that would that would work pretty good because huh. they uh, it was it was, they were excited because they were like I, he's going to point at me soon so I got to pay attention 
It was an audience member yelling, which is weird, so that made people pay attention as well. Uh, but it was also good whether, like, a bit did well, I could, like, wait for the laugh. And if a bit didn't do well, I could immediately go, and, and someone would be, like, <laughs> the energy would still be back with, uh, with, with yeah. someone there. And then yeah. they'd keep the cards at the end, and they'd, they'd like that because they had a little thing. It was nice. That's cool. Yeah, that's funny. No, I mean, yes, I'm like that in church. If we start the prayer, I can, the ones we say each week, I can... Just recite it without looking at the the our project, projected image on the wall. This would be a, jo- a joke I'd like to do in church. Sure. Or I'd it. like to I'd like to just be sitting in church. Yep. And then as the do you have a minister, a priest? Who do you have? Sure, a priest. A priest. So as the priest is going on, and the first time that he mentions Jesus, I would be like sitting there going, Jesus, that's the name. That's who I was trying to come up with all night. All night. Johnny? No. Oh, what is it? Louise? It's like Louise. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And then like later on, Satan. That's who it was. It was Satan. That's who I was thinking of. I was thinking Saint Anne. It wasn't Saint Anne. That made no sense that she'd be doing this. Why would she do that stuff? Why would she even be around for that? Uh, yeah. I like that you think that we mentioned Satan in church. <laughs> it's really- Satan has been mentioned in a church or two before in the past. I imagine so. Yeah. I'm just saying in our church, it's kind of sort of funny. So you'd be waiting a long time for that gig. But it's good, though. Jesus Christ part of it was good, though. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. No, it's good. I hope, I'd like you to come out and do that, actually. <laughs> what if you went to church dressed as Satan? <laughs> just in a red devil outfit. <laughs> and point, you just sat down you just, just got like, up. don't mind. Yeah, no, no. As somebody didn't think it, you just got up and go, oh, this is ridiculous. And just storm <laughs> yeah, out. That's right. I know what I've been insulted. It's not a place for me at all. You have to come to a baptism when we're asked oh, to reject the works of Satan. Yeah. Oh, that would actually the, be part, really good. It's part of the communion. And then you just they stand up and go, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Try and get, just try and do it in as, as a silly voice as you can. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay. This actually reminds me of what I wanted I'm, the question. I'm already starting to think about doing this. No, this, this actually reminds me Easter of what, what I wanted the question of the week to be. Oh, okay. Uh, do, you, do you have a question of the I week? I do not. Okay, then this is my question of the week. Um, because, and it's, again, it's a self-promotion situation because I've got Exorcisters coming yep. out. Um what is your favorite representation of the devil in pop culture? Hmm. Whether, you know, a movie, book, or yeah, what yeah. have you. I'd say probably mine is from the 60s film Bedazzled. I'd say uh, Peter Cook. Peter Cook, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like Peter Cook as a devil who uh, just wants to annoy people. Yeah. Just like push people a little far to get them all snapping at each other. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and teasing Dudley Moore. As he makes his wishes mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, messing things up, and also him uh, singing, and I forget what the what the band was, but there's a there's a point. The bull, of, no, it's not the Bull Weevils. That's a different show. Yeah, I there's a the story. point where he wants to be like a, a rock star. Yeah, yeah. And so Peter Cook, uh, you know, sing, sings a song like at a, te- a television show, mm-hmm. and it's a great song. It's like it's a really good song. Mine be dazzled. Yeah. And like you I hate you, yeah, you bored right. me. Yeah, I hate yeah. you. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, it's pre- it's pretty great. I, li- I like I like the idea of a devil that's just songs. Uh, the just... songs written by Dudley Moore. He wrote the uh, score for that movie. Oh, neat! Did all the music for it, and yeah, he's a talented fellow too. So, what would you say off the top of your head would be like a representation? My favorite representation of the devil is the plywood cutout devil on the cover of the Leuven Brothers' Satan is Real. Okay, this is crazy. It's like. 
And I like it because it's so, it's so, um, are you looking it up? Yep. L-O-U-V-I-N. Oh, I got it. Okay. Satan is real. Okay. And uh, what I like about it is it's, it's so, um, yep. it's so guileless. Like, it's just, it's not, it's not them, put, they're not putting on a show for you. This is how they actually feel. You know, this is the, and, but it's, it's just so um, naive and, and, and. Uh, From 1959. Yeah. So what is the, what is the album? It's a collection of country songs. Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't know if the Christian Life is on that one, but uh, that's what they'd probably be best known for. The birds covered a song called "The Christian Life." All right, here are the tracks of the radio. Uh, Satan is real. Mm-hmm. There, is, there's a higher power. Yep. This Christian life, or that's the Christian good, life. That's a good song. Uh, the River of Jordan. Okay. The Kneeling Drunkard's Plea. <laughs> yes. Are you afraid to die? Mm. Okay, now I'm getting scared. He can be found. Okay. Ooh, this is creepy. Well, Dying from home and lost. The drunkard's doom. Oh, things didn't work out for that drunkard who was playing <laughs> earlier. Uh, Satan's jeweled crown. The angels rejoiced last night, and I'm ready to go home. Aren't we all? <laughs> after after that. Yeah. No, that's a great album. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of country music, but I really do like that. Too. Here would be the... the okay, now, I think what they've done is they backed themselves into a terrible corner here. Uh, in that... So, they're out doing a concert yeah okay yeah and their fans are shouting out songs they want to hear <laughs> and so and so they they they, they do their first song yeah. they come out they're rocking it to say Dude. satan is real sure and then someone yells in the back i'm ready to go home okay yeah, right and some people don't know that that's a one yeah. of their songs and they're like yeah i guess yeah <laughs> so that's what's gonna happen go home yeah mm. Mm. yeah they're they're good but anyway, that's probably my favorite representation. Is that a wrong? Was that wrong? No, of me to that, say that sounds fine. I, I asked for a pop culture thing, and I, I certainly got one. And uh, right in the face, I couldn't be happy. And I want—I went with a little obscure because I—I f- I feel like if I go with something, uh, that I'll, I might take it away from other people who. Wanna... It would be creepy too if you if you somehow ended up in hell. First of all, that's not a great time. Um, but if you <laughs> if not. you if you ended up in hell mm-hmm. and the devil that you saw there was a cartoon devil, yes. that would be double scary. Anything, anything that's. Like I would think, like I used to think it'd be terrifying if a cartoon wolf, like a big bad wolf character, came into your room, mm. like through your window. Yeah, like, that would be scary because it's weird. Like it's not like a wolf is dangerous. Yeah, but a freaking like big like, bad wolf. Like thing if a is, Benicio like, crazy. del Benicio del Toro, uh, a wolf man came in, that would be scary. It's scary, but you're right. If a cartoon wolf came in, yeah, like big bad wolf came in, that'd be hundred times scary. Yeah, this be crazy. Yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. Okay, no, that... Uh, I'm sure I told the story, but one time I was thinking about that, and I was down, I'd gone downstairs and I was putting my shoes on, and I heard steps upstairs, and and I was thinking, oh, wouldn't it be funny if it was like the, the Big Bad Wolf cartoon character wolf creeping around upstairs, and then I started, heard like steps coming downstairs, and I was like, oh, now he's coming downstairs, but then I started like freaking myself out accidentally, because I would... Yeah. Would, and then I was, but I was looking down and tying my shoe, and suddenly this hairy foot stepped into my peripheral vision... And I went, ah! it was my dog walking past. <laughs> but it was just, this looked like, because I just been, you know, it's yeah. the side of my side of my hand. Yeah. So I freaked myself out. So when you came to see our show, Swordplay. Yes. You're sitting in the audience. Yes. And then, uh, <laughs> and then we actually had like a cartoon Big yeah, Bad Wolf show right. up yeah, for yeah. a big fight. Yeah. And he just walked in yeah. from behind you. Sure. Was there a little chill there? No, like, I'm oh. sorry, sorry to tell you, but no, no. Yeah, I was too busy laughing. What if it? Uh, what if it turned to you and like I remember you? Yeah, that would be freaking. Of course, that would be scary. That would be scary. scary. If anyone did that, it'd yeah. be scary. Yeah, yeah. There you are. Okay. <laughs> remember when I came to your house that time? Yeah, <laughs> I turned into your dog. Eleven oh seven, one Warwick Road. Oh my god. <laughs>
That's my address. Yeah, that would be scary. So um, we're. Uh, I don't want to like push us towards wrapping up, but you know, it's up to it's up to you. What, how are we doing on time? Okay. Oh, fine. All right. Good. Uh, but uh, after this, we're going to be going to see. Uh, a little but wait, more. you have to say you're a devil. Oh, I did. I said Peter Cook. Oh, Peter Cook. Oh, sorry. Shoot. Oh, did forget you need, it. Did you need? It. Did you need a second devil? <laughs> no, it's fine. Let's, I'll say. We'll uh, I'll say that Ned Flanders as uh, uh, in the Simpsons when he's the devil. I like. I like that devil because uh, I like the Christian neighbor being the devil. That's just a nice. That's creepy. That's uh, creepy angle on that. Okay, one more devil then. All right. The little. Devil figure on the deviled ham. I was gonna say that one too. I always loved that drawing. Oh, that yeah. is a good devil. It was a great drawing. Yeah, yeah. There was a there was a devil thing that once uh, scared. It was uh, Gardner Ted Armstrong had a TV show, and uh, there was a the segment they did about like is hell real. Mm-hmm. It was one of those, yeah. and they had a cartoon uh, off the top, and it was just people being uh, tortured by cartoon devils in hell. Okay, and as a kid, it scared the shit mm-hmm. out of, of course me. It, would. it was just yeah. like really scary, and mm-hmm. then they just came on and like started talking. So Satan is real. And I was like, well, I don't need to hear that after that. I don't know what I was like, six? But I in no way uh, needed, needed any of that business. Sure. Um, you know, here's, here's, here's a thing, actually. Because uh, we're going we're gonna to go see uh, Shazam after this. Shazam. And there was a guy who would occasionally uh, fight, fight the devil. Did he? Yeah. He had a villain named uh, Ibak. Let me just let me go here. There we go. And uh, was it? Uh, oh no, Ibak wasn't uh, wasn't didn't have the powers of Satan. Someone someone uh, yeah he had the there was someone who did have uh, an S in his name that did, did get the powers of Satan. But Ibak was he had the well. Let's go with this. First of all, Sh- Shazam. Yeah, as you know, uh, stands for Solomon Hercules Achilles Zeus oh, uh, Atlas. Yeah, Zeus. You got it right. Achille- the first- uh, and then Achilles, yeah. and then Moses for some weird reason. No, it was Mercury. Oh, Mercury. I'm sorry. Solomon's Solomon was the only the first one. Solomon's a weird. Uh, right. So he, this was a, think of a weird mix of a Jewish king and uh, yeah, Greek yeah. and Roman gods. Yeah. Now well, I, the wisdom of Solomon. Solomon was very wise. Now I back uh, was a villain who uh, you know would say a name and uh, he would become you know this uh, this creature. So he, so I'm gonna go with like these are real people. Okay. Real evil people. So okay. four of the most evil people in history. Okay. So uh, I back. Who would you say I was? Like the letter, the letter I. I. This is the terror of who who would it be for I. I re- I don't know. That was the one I was like, oh, I hope you don't have that. doesn't ask me this. Okay. Uh, well, that would be think, me... Ivan the Terrible. Oh, Ivan the Terrible. All okay. Right. Now that's... B is just a... The B is, B is the last name of this horrible person. It's a cunning person. A cunning person from history with a last name B. Uh, it starts with B. And uh, it's his cunning and uh, oh boy. Oh, it's not, you're not going to get this one. <laughs> Who is it? Caesar Borgia. Oh, okay. Borgia. Right. Okay. That's good. Uh, but I think you might get this one. A. So was it Attila fi- the Hun? Yes. Okay. Fierceness of Attila the Hun. Now, the final C uh, is for cruelty. Who would be the cruelest person who begins with the letter C? Oh, brings this letter C. Uh, cruelest person that begins with the letter C. I will give you a series of hints if you cannot guess. Okay. Why not? All right. Uh, it, it was uh, also uh, it also had a big movie. This uh, person, <laughs> it's a movie. How long did it play in Vancouver? Oh, Caligula. Really? Yes. Wow. That's right. And uh, and uh, from Ivan the Terrible, he got the power of superhuman stamina. When was this character created? 
Oh, let's like is it like an original one from like the C.C. Beck? Like oh yeah, yeah. Ones? Oh, absolutely. Gee, that seems weird. They'd use Caligula then. Yeah, nineteen. Uh, yeah, nineteen forty-two was the first appearance of him. Wow, doesn't yeah. that seem odd that Caligula was like? Like, how did anyone know who Caligula was in, the, in that time? Like, there was no I Claudius. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's like kind of well, maybe there was an I Claudius. No, I don't think there was an I Claudius at that time. Like, it just feels weird that like Caligula. Yeah. Like, I can see Nero. Like Nero, I'm going like, to give a cat a treat, by the way. Sure, while go you, ahead. While you, while you go on about your anti-Caligula. <laughs> it's not that I'm anti-Caligula. It's just that it feels like he's sort of obscure. Bashing Caligula. Just like, what, like there was no like movie running for four years on, on Granville Street at that time. So like, what did people know about Caligula? Like, to me, Nero would be like a more obvious one. Like Iban. Iban's better. And Caesar Borgia also seems a little weird. Oh, I think I think I know the villain uh, that I'm thinking of. But by the way, uh, the the powers that uh, that he got from Ivan the Terrible, he got superhuman stamina. Okay. From uh, Caesar Bo- Caesar Borgia, uh, invulnerability, and uh, from Attila the Hun, uh, superhuman strength. I don't know what he got from Caligula. I think it was a talking horse. <laughs> all right. He got madness. Let me see. If he got I'm... to marry his sister. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Yeah. This was. This is the guy. This is who I'm thinking about. It's a, it's a guy named uh, Sabak. 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 Yeah, and the first yeah the first letter was uh, was definitely Satan, and uh, and I'm trying to remember A- what Ahmed, the... uh, what's his name, Asmodeus, whatever, some kind of name like that, right? Uh, it could be. Let me look it up. I'm a, I'm making it up now. I, I know there's something with an A. Yeah, he accesses the powers of hell, which oh. again seems you know a little a little strange. Let's go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Sabak says his name and is given the strength of... Here we go. Yes. Uh, Satan. What did you say for the second one? I am? Did you say that? A-Y-M? No. Okay. No. Uh, what's uh, what's another demon that begins with a B? I don't know. What do I look like? I don't know. A demonologist? Sure. A de- demon that begins with a B. Yeah. Famous demon. Begins with a B. There's a famous demon that begins with a B? Sure. Yeah. Two. Who? What? Uh, Beelzebub. Oh, Beelzebub. Also, uh, Bilal. Uh, and how about another A? You got another uh, A demon in you? Is Bilal a demon? I thought he was a... Oh, no, it's Bilal I'm thinking of. Um, got another A demon? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Asmodeus. That's who I said earlier. Oh, very good. And then uh, Crates? I tried to say it anyway. Crates. There we go. Yeah, and this is from, again, 1943. This was... And you know, this was not a villain for Captain Marvel. This was Captain Marvel Jr.'s villain. Oh, really? This is the kid! Yeah. He's fighting this guy. He's getting all the powers from hell. Well, you would have enjoyed this comic when you were a kid after watching that uh, little bit of that religious show. You'd be like, yeah, kick his ass. Well, actually, when I was a kid and I found out about this character, it was like, what? What do you mean he gets his powers from... Like, the first power he gets, he gets all the powers of Satan. Yeah. What? Plus, yeah. what do you mean plus? Like the first, it's like his name's Goom. Okay, so what are his powers? First of all, he gets the powers of God. <laughs> what? <laughs> then Odin. Oh well, but he's already got God. It doesn't matter. Yeah. What's the third one? Odie from Garfield. He gets the powers <laughs> of Odie, who can't be hurt no matter what Garfield does. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that's true. I what's, what's the M? The M? Yeah, uh, Moses. Me. Just that weird. He gets the powers of me. That was sort of that weird Jewish figure. In, yes. Just for no reason. He's just—he's got the power to part water, <laughs> and he can turn his uh, stick into a snake. Oh, those are his. Those are his tricks. Wow. But I'm sure. I'm. I'm. I'm pretty sure those characters are not going to be showing up in uh, this. Uh, this edition of. Uh, I think Shazam. you're right. I think you are correct. Yeah. I think they'll go with good old Doctor Satana. 
Uh, Savannah. S- Savannah, sorry. Satana is different. That's a different character. The band Satana shows up. Yeah. Santana. Yeah, Santana, sorry. They either have... Dantana. He gets the powers of Santa. He gets the powers of... All right, let's go with this. So you're named uh, David. Yeah. So what are your powers going with your name? Okay, I have the power of King David. David. All right, that's good. So what does he do? He can uh, take a rock and kill a giant. Uh, He can also get it on with a neighbor's wife. And he can collect a lot of foreskins. Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. 200 of them in a bag. (laughs) Uh, So David... And then I'll I'll, I'll go with... uh, Who will I go with next? The powers of... Arthur, King Arthur. Okay. V? So you can pull anything out of anything. <laughs> right. I can, yeah. I can pull things like, out of other things. You can, like you can go into a drawer yeah. and you're trying to get a spoon out and it's being blocked sure. by the potato masher. Mm-hmm. Like the potato masher is in there and yeah. it's sticking up the drawer yeah. and you can just pull that sure. out. Okay. I can also build a wicked table. Okay, V. V? Uh, I have all the power of veganism. Oh, that's right, because they're better than people. Yes, I've seen Scott Pilgrim. I know what you're talking about. That is good powers. Okay, (laughs) and now another I. I, the powers of the id. (laughs) All right, I like it. (laughs) That's just the end of it, id, id. I know, and then the final D, I have all the powers of the devil. No. uh, Oh, wow. Ooh, jeez. No, I'm not going to go there. I have all the powers of the, let me think here. I have all the powers of the folk singer Donovan. (laughs) Nice. That means I can sing in a twee voice. Nice. Whenever I want I to. I can sing about the magician. I can sing, yeah. I can sing about magicians and I can sing about uh, seashells on the shore. Nice. Yeah. And uh, stuff. Good. Uh, for me, uh, I-A-N. Okay. Yeah, you got a shorter uh, list uh, here. I know, but it's not It's not that easy. Uh, isosceles. I've got the oh, power uh, to make triangles to make, You can make angles. Angles. You know all the angles. Right. Uh, so uh, A, I've got the power of Atlas. So here's what I do. Oh, okay. I'm carrying the whole world. And I can just poke the bits oh. that I want to like uh, mess up. So, if, like, say a villain is like in Newfoundland, yeah. I can just take my big finger and I can just poke Newfoundland, yeah. or splash a little water on yeah. Newfoundland yeah. and drown them. It's to be nice, but you're wrong. You actually just have the powers of a road atlas, so you can tell cars which direction to go. Okay, and this I is... can uh, fold them in weird ways. <laughs> fold them in the right and, uh, <laughs> and N, yeah, I think uh, I think I think I liked your original idea of Nero. So I'm going to have okay. the powers of Nero, meaning okay. I can like uh, govern yeah. uh, well. I can set. He stuff didn't on, govern very well. I can set stuff on fire. I did that, and I can play the fiddle and throw Christians to lions. That's not hard. Oh, you know, the lions is. are doing ninety percent of the heavy lifting. <laughs> it's true, on but that. it's true, but still, you can do that. It's a skill you have. You also could fiddle, though. It's true. Yeah. Good job. Thanks. Well, there we are. You know what? Uh, secondary question, if you want. Uh, what are your superpowers based on your name? Yeah, that's a good question. There you are. So you can do that as well. Like if you don't one. want to answer a question about your favorite devil, I feel like I'm leading you into something uh, temptation-wise. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, another plug. Uh, uh, coming up in the next couple of weeks, a new ma- uh, edition of Mad Magazine. Uh, I wrote uh, two things are, are going to be coming up. One, yeah. my, my wife and I uh, have a, a, a couple of pages in there that we're doing on a regular basis now cool. of uh, strips. Uh, called Meanwhile, uh, with ellipses after that. Uh, and uh, so check that out. And uh, I do the parody to the new Avengers movie, Avengers Endgame. Nice. Uh, which is uh, Avengers, is this ever going to end game? 
And so nice. uh, there you go. I can t- I can say that uh, today because as of today when we're recording this, uh, it's uh, they they put one of the pages up on a, uh, Sci-Fi Wire. They put a teaser up. So they put a little teaser up, so I can nice. actually talk about it. I'm allowed to. I haven't been able to uh, up to this point. But so, yeah, it looks uh, it looks really nice. So uh, check it out if you're so inclined. I read the f- I read the first page. I laugh quite a bit, as you will attest to. Huzzah! Tulutale. I read it in front of Ian, so I had to pretend to laugh a lot. Oh dear. Just so, kidding. So yeah, uh, grab that and and buy all our uh, fine products. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, with that with that uh, celebration of capitalism, <laughs> let's end this show. Everyone, you can write to us the following mm-hmm. ways, and you can tell us all about your. You can devils. write in English, in French. Yeah, that's it. Or German, or Italian, or Spanish. Are you okay with like those? Yep. You studied all those. Yep. All right. Use any of those. Uh. Or Latin, if you're comfortable with it. I think it's kind of a complicated language, though. Everybody. We have a website. It's called SneakyDragon.com. And you can find underneath this fine program that you listened to and were impatient with us and said, what are they doing? (laughs) Did they both fall on their head earlier today? You can leave a comment there about devils or your superhero name or any other comment you'd like to make to us at SneakyDragon.com. And if you'd like to send us an email... We have an email address at sneakyd at sneakydragon.com. As well, we're on Twitter <laughs> at sneaky underscore dragon. And we have a Facebook page called Sneaky Dragon. Those are all handy, simple, very easy ways to contact us and communicate with us. And we love to hear from you. So, everyone, it's now time to activate the time machine and go back in time to minutes before you started this show. And now you can decide. Do I really want to listen to Sneaky Dragon today? I killed Hitler. We ended the show killing Hitler, guys. <laughs> thanks for thanks for listening to it.